In the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I wonder what you would have been thinking if you were in the crowd in Jerusalem that day when a man came riding into town on a donkey. There would have been a party atmosphere, I think, with excited children, teenagers looking forward to a taste of freedom and adults in high spirits as they anticipated a few carefree days in the city away from work for the great annual Passover festival. So when you saw the man and heard people shouting, you might have thought it was a piece of street theatre adding to the general entertainment, a parody of the victory parades that you usually saw with Roman generals in full military fig mounted high on white horses and leading a sorry parade of their recent spoils of war, human, animal and material. You would have laughed and joined in the fun, jeering rather than cheering, as you were usually obliged to do. But perhaps you recognised him. It was that prophet from Nazareth everyone was talking about. And suddenly, the sight of him riding a donkey triggered a powerful memory, and you felt that familiar surge of pride and strength that always rose up in you whenever you heard the story of the time your people won a great victory and rode into Jerusalem after defeating an enemy. They had entered the city with palm branches and music and singing, and suddenly wild hope flared in you, and you remembered that one of the prophets had said that your king would one day come riding into town on a donkey, and you honestly thought this was actually happening before your eyes. The Messiah was finally going to do what you'd all been waiting for him to do. Kick out the hated Romans and make your humiliated country great again. So you grabbed a palm from the trees lining the street and yelled as loudly as you could as people around you sang the great anthem of freedom. Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. And you thought your heart was going to burst. Our palm gospel tells us that most people in Jerusalem didn't know who Jesus was. So I would guess that no one truly understood what they saw that day. It was a victory parade, all right, but as a show of power, it bore no resemblance to any of our notions of that term. The arc of human power rises and, in due time, totters and falls. We are seeing that happen vividly today. The driving power of our world, the consumerist economy, is crumbling. And as we have seen, being powerful is no protection against the virus which is changing the way we live. Princes and prime ministers get it too. The arc of God's power is diametrically opposed to this pattern. It falls and falls and falls until it can fall no further. It is one of humility and self-emptying. It is summarised by that standout word in the passage from Philippians, slave. Jesus looks a foolish figure as he rides into Jerusalem, but he will go further still. He too will fall and fall again 
as he walks to his death, struggling under the weight of the cross, which is the weight of the world and all its sorrows and sickness and failure. He freely gives away all human power to the point of becoming our slave in order that he can receive the power that only God can give, the power of resurrection. Perhaps we have a more acute sense than ever before of walking the Via Dolorosa, the way of sorrows this year. We are likely to hear of multiple deaths in the coming days and we will feel powerless. But here perhaps is an invitation for us to let go of the power we hold in order to receive the power only God can give. Shut out of our beautiful churches, perhaps we are being asked to rediscover that the deepest meaning of church is the people of God, not the building we meet in. Cut off from destructive patterns of consumption, perhaps we are being invited to live more simply so that others can simply live. Perhaps our notions of what is ours by right rather than by grace need to die so gratitude and joy can rise to life in us. Did anyone really understand who Jesus was that Palm Sunday? The poets would have us believe that the donkey did. So here's a little exercise for you this week. Look up G.K. Chesterton's The Donkey and U.A. Fanthorpe's What the Donkey Saw. And maybe the poets have got something. Last year in Winchester, the donkey in the Palm Sunday procession point-blank refused to go into the cathedral, staying outside with the crowd with all its joys and muddles and pain. It will be a very different Holy Week, not being able to go into St John's, but that doesn't stop us from entering more fully into the story, grasping with greater thankfulness the wonder of such love towards us and seeking more faithfully to show it in our lives. For what God needs... As St John Chrysostom said, is not golden chalices, but golden souls. So may God bless you and keep you this Holy Week and lead you deeper into the mystery of his ways among us. Amen.